Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human, here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Gentle Podcast. I have a special guest with me all the way from New Zealand. Welcome, Anharit. Thank you very much for having me. So happy to have you here. So um, she's a coach for intuitive entrepreneurs, helping them raise their vibe, income, and confidence. She's a leader of women, a podcast host, just finished writing her book, so soon to be published author, and a coach. So do you want to share with us a little bit about your mission with the soul work you're doing in the world right now, and then a little bit about your journey getting to this point. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. Um, So my mission, for a long time, I was um, stuck in this cycle of feeling like I was where I was because that's just the way life was. (laughs) And um, I was constantly working against my design. So I'm a manifester like you in human design, which we need a lot of rest time and a lot of time to myself. I need a lot of time to myself. Um, And, but I always, I was raised by a family of generators and they were very much masculine driven. So I have really been on a big walk of deconditioning all of this stuff. Um, So this is the stuff that I really, really love to work with, with other people is um, people who are really um, feeling like they they feel like they're made for more and like they're special and they have things going on and they but and you know I'm a mum so I've done all of this while raising kids and having a husband and we were working full-time as well at the time when I first started my business but it just really came from a place of um, wanting other women to really experience their life with and being able to remove all of the perceived limitations that were keeping them like where they are. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I can relate to your backstory heaps. Like, like you said, we're both manifestors and I grew up in a family of generators as well. And like that energy can really create these conditions around the limitations that we do place in ourselves. So I think that's a really beautiful mission to be helping women to take down the limitations because at the end of the day, like we're responsible for every blocks that we create for ourselves. Yeah, I fully agree. And it's just all, like I really believe that if one of us can do it, we can all do it. And that's literally my mantra when I see someone doing something that I would love to do. But I feel this limitation. It's just a perceived limitation. It doesn't have to be there if we actually choose for it to not be there. Yes, I love that. And I love that you said like if someone else is doing it, we can do it too because us being successful doesn't take anything away from anyone else. We can all have all the abundance and all the feels that we want in the world. Yes, preach. <laughs> Beautiful. So your um, your podcast, your Facebook group and everything is all in this theme of being a high vibe babe. So I'd love for you to explain a little about like what do you what does it mean for you to be high vibe? Um, 
So being high vibe to me is just really being my authentic self. Like whether it's being crazy or whether it's being happy and like just really um, like vibrating at such a level that you just feel so joyous and grateful and thankful and, and pleased to be in the life that you're in. That's basically like the message behind it is, yes, we have emotions and yes, we have hard things happen in our lives, but we don't have to, like I had a past of, my father passed away when I was seven. I was the eldest of five kids. I was like literally in this depressive state, like most of my life. And when I would feel good, when something would come good into my life or when I'd get a good mark or whatever, I, there was always something that would like come and smack it back down for me to be back in this state. It was like my upper limit, right? Like if you have you read the... um book the big leap by gay hendrix mm, yeah love that book it's amazing yeah it's incredible and that's literally what i was doing my whole life is like that that was the standard i'd set for myself is like this is the rate i vibrate at and this is like my happiest i can feel and it would only last a small amount of time so when i started removing all this conditioning and realizing like i eventually healed myself of personal depression and anxiety a couple of years ago um, when I allowed myself to be healed from these things and um, when I did I just became up and up and up and up and yeah I felt limitations and caps at the time but what I soon realized was that the caps the this glass ceiling that I had was only because I was allowing it to be there so the more I removed these perceived limitations the higher and higher and higher vibe I got and the more okay I got with feeling my emotions without it meaning something about me and without it meaning that then I need to come back down to a different state because something hard in my life has just happened. No, that's actually not the case. We can be joyful, feeling joyful about something we're excited to go and do tomorrow while also being terribly sad and lost and distraught with grief. Like it doesn't have to, they don't have to exist. Um, they don't have to exist separately from one another. They can literally be existing at the same time. Yes. Love that. So I know that a topic you love to talk about is feminine energy around like balancing the masculine and the feminine and then also around working with our feminine cycles. So do you want to expand a little on that and maybe how that working with that energy has helped you in your journey? Mm, yeah, I'd love to. Um, well, first up, the first time I ever heard either of those two things, I thought that was incredibly woo-woo crap job. Like what on earth are these people doing? Like, there's such thing as a period coach like are you kidding me <laughs> I was yeah extremely entertained by the idea but um once I got over that initial by the way nearly every time I felt that as something that um it was just triggering me and something I was actually interested in but I was like not allowing myself to think that you know what I mean um <laughs> Um, but yeah I really um I think they were really big keys to me um as I was trying to learn, like as I was deconditioning things and especially things from my childhood and my past around um, this generator life and this masculine energy and like my mum had to be the mum and the dad obviously and with five kids I mean it was she just naturally slipped in her masculine and so it was something that I needed to decondition so when I when I learnt about that there's a feminine energy as well and it's just as powerful and just as strong and just as beautiful and or like it and it's just as it gets just as much done that to me was um like music to my soul like knowing that we can be in this state um, and also to be to be honest the fact that we can float between the two effortlessly like neither one is better or worse than the other but just naturally I, I believe that we um will feel 
that one is more right in the moment that we're in. Um, and, and when I learned that it was okay to be in the feminine, that it wasn't just all about, um, you know, especially with working with your cycle, that it wasn't all just about like you have a week of hell every month where you have so much pain and, you know, we're all PMS bitches. I'm not sure if you like this on this podcast, sorry. Um, <laughs> Um, when I learned that like we actually have times in our cycle where um, we have epic downloads in this time it's literally a built-in rest time around our period time but that we have like sporadical energy for some of it like the end the last before our period is um, like really sporadical energy it's like awesome like we can um, do a whole lot because it's, it's nice and sunny outside then suddenly the rain comes and you come back inside and you come and chill out and watch a movie or um, and around your ovulation time is kind of more of a rest, but also really active. And before I've gone the wrong way around, <laughs> and before the pre-ovulation phase is like actually my favorite. It's I have it's when I have the most energy, and I feel that my energy is the most consistent as well as in that time. Um, and just being an entrepreneur and working online and having my own business, when I put all of the things together, like human design, being a manifester. Um, deconditioning a lot of my childhood stuff, being allowed to go into my masculine and feminine, and then work with my cycle and like all of when I put all of these things together, it really has just created a picture of a lot of ease in my life in comparison to how I used to feel, which was like just going against the energy grain. Like my whole life is how I felt I was living. Yeah, beautiful. I can relate to so much of that because. Like with the, so I haven't talked a lot about human design on the podcast yet, but it's funny that it's come up in like the last three interviews I've done. So I'm thinking I need mm-hmm. to dedicate like a whole episode to just explaining this. But with generators, so you, for everyone listening that is thinking, what the hell are they talking about? Generators are the people that just have that backup energy supply that they can just keep going and going and going. And the manifestors are one of the types that kind of need need the rest they don't have that energy supply to keep going and so I think it's really powerful learning about human design in um in addition to masculine and feminine energy because as women like as humans but as women especially we have that cycle of energy where like we are going to like have that energy burst and then we have that built-in rest time like you mentioned And if we don't acknowledge and accept that we can, like I personally used to think when I was low and like couldn't generate any energy to do the things I needed to, like when I was working full time and all of that, like I felt like there was something wrong with me that like, why can everyone around me just have all this energy all the time? And like, why do I feel like I need a two hour rest after working for an hour? Mm. And even though I'd be getting the same or more work done, it just... I still felt like I was different. So when we understand the cycles that we naturally are going through all the time, we know what's coming. We know when we need to rest and we don't have to judge ourselves for whatever we're feeling because we know that it's a never ending cycle that's going to keep happening. And there's so much power within each phase of the cycle. So yeah, I think that's so powerful for you to share that and for everyone listening as well. Yeah, I love that so much that, yeah, I 100% agree. I'm like nodding so much right now, if anyone can see. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So um, so you have just finished writing your book, which I was so happy when I saw you post that the other day. I was like, yay. Um, so, so it's going to be published 
this year mm-hmm. so in the next mm-hmm. month amazing yes. so excited um i will when you publish it i'm everyone's going to follow you after listening to this so everyone will see when you publish it um but do you want to share a little bit about as you were writing a little bit about your process and what you learned about yourself in the process of writing this book and if you want to share anything about um, what the book's about, you can, or if that's still kind of under wraps, you don't need to. But more about what did you learn about yourself during the process of writing? Yeah, sure. Um, so, so many things, to be honest. I think one of the standout things was um, I um, needed to practice actually how to write. Like I, um, and one of the things that our coach, because we have a mutual coach, by all hugs. Um, um, we both did her book writing course. One of the things that she talks about in the program is um, like practice um, saying something in a voice note, for instance, and then transcribing it on word for word onto a word document so you can see, um, you know, how you actually talk. So mm-hmm. that for me was um, quite an eye-opening thing because I was like, how am I going to get some character into this book? I don't just want it to be like, you know, I mean, as I talk, I just naturally have quirks and stuff. And I really wanted my book to be like that as well. I want it to be me, not like a stiff version of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that was one of the big um, learning curves. Um, and the other like real, um, I guess, intense thing that I was talking about on my, on my live in my group last night was that um, with such a big project, like writing a book, it, it's a massive feat like people take years to write books so I mean hats off to us that we finished them you know well within a year well under six months you know in our cases um it's like absolutely phenomenal um especially in manifesto as well it's not like we're staying up till midnight every night getting this 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 thing done um but the thing like the mantra that I used to say to myself is um especially like the second half of the book is that I could finish this book today because like I literally believe that every time I sat down and wrote it because um well firstly one day I will be saying that and it will be finished (laughs) but secondly um being a really intuitive person like things can just happen like real quickly like last night when I sat down I had this real fire to write my book and I wrote four chapters and I didn't know I was going to finish until I just finished and I was like oh my gosh I just finished my book. I just now finished it and, and, and I finished it and I, it was amazing. So really trusting the process and um, allowing your gifts to come through, especially if you're intuitive, like no matter what your gifts are, like just um, allowing yourself to be you and not trying to be someone else or like some other author you've seen or, um, or whatever, like just being 100% myself was hundred percent my superpower for sure. Amazing. I love that. So just leaning into your intuition, your confidence and your authentic self. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. Do you want to share anything about your book or? Yeah. Yeah, I can. So at this stage I have actually released the title of my book and um, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to be published, but um, my book's going to come out in a few weeks. So, I mean, you know, you guys might get a relatively exclusive leak here. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> So the book is titled Desperate to Determined. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's written very much, some of it's about me and there's some, there's some dark things in there, but a lot of it, the, the basic theme is like, 
when we're feeling so damn desperate, so damn like on the edge of like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I don't understand how I've got here or where I'm meant to be, but you like have this pull, like you're made for more. Like I know that there's something else in me. I watch my TV show and resonate with the story of the surprise superhero who realized that they could move things with their eyes in the afternoon, the afternoon break time. You know, mm-hmm. but when we resonate with those stories that we know we're called for more and that, and that really is because our, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Mm-hmm. So our spirits have literally no limitations at all. They don't feel the human limitations that we often get stuck up on. So when we resonate with that story that we feel like we could fly or be Matilda, it's actually, it's actually our soul <laughs> chatting to us and being like, yes, girl. We don't have limitations over here. Like this part of you does not have a single limitation. <laughs> um, so it was, it's really about leaning into um, how to be determined, how to, how to move from and shift from being desperate to determined to just live your soul's calling and, and live the life that, you know, you actually dream on. Like living, living your life that you do in your visualizations and your dreams, like really experiencing that and, and the, and the steps that I took and the steps that um, have really impacted me as to how I did do exactly that. That sounds amazing. I'll definitely be buying a copy. And so this episode is probably going to go out around the time that um, oh, cool. we published. Okay. Perfect. And um, it'll be on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I will um, put the link in the show notes if it is published at the time this goes live. So yeah, thank you so much. So I have two more questions for you mm-hmm. and um, maybe some more depending on, depending on your answers, but what are your highest values in your life right now? And I would be really interested to know like how you set your values. Like, is it something you actively sit down and set out or just things that you intuitively know? And then how do those values influence you in the way you live your life? Um, like with your family, personal life, business, how do those values kind of influence your entire big picture life? Yeah, that's great. Really, really great question. Um, and I'm, I also love that you say at the moment because um, they change. <laughs> they certainly do for me. So I'm assuming you feel this for you too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, um, I recently have broken out of the typical Christian mold. Um, I wasn't raised Christian. Um, I was actually raised in a family that was extremely spiritual, but not Christian. And then um, I met my husband when I was 17. Well, obviously we're married then. <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> um, and sort of became a Christian along that walk. And it really just served me at the time because I was extremely, I am, um, extremely spiritually gifted and to the point where I didn't actually know how to control. I, I couldn't stop things happening to me and seeing things and hearing things so when I became a Christian I actually was attracted to it because of the very clear rules um, Mm. and guidelines and there was a very strict way of going about things and how to stop things and things so um, it really served me for a time but um, you know 12 years later now how old am I yep 12 years later now um, I got to the point where it was um, constricting to the point where um, I just didn't, I, I recently read a book called Conversations with God and um, I cried the whole book pretty much because it just put into words everything my soul knew and I was intuitively feeling and that is that 
um, there's there's a lot more to God than what is written in a book. Like we cannot even begin to imagine that we have all of God captured ever. <laughs> Any of us or all of us collectively. It's just there's just no possible way. Um, so um, I my beliefs have changed quite radically in the last um, wee while. And um, one of the things that I really, 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 really value at the moment is um, doing what actually feels right in my energy. So before I go and do anything, I ask myself, like, do I actually want to do this? Or is this something like I just perceive that I have to do right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and being a mum and a housewife and all the things, that really can have some um, deep conditioning, to be quite quite honest, um, as to what you should be doing and when and how things should look and all the things. So um, it uh, can be a little bit of a hard one to battle, but basically, like, my motto is, if I don't feel like doing the kitchen at that time, but I know that I need to, in quotes, you know, um, really in 20 years is those dirty dishes still going to be sitting on the table no mm -hmm. <laughs> but if I just trust myself and trust my energy and trust my intuition that um I will in five minutes later or two hours or five days I feel like doing the dishes which I do I always do I actually love doing the kitchen but um when I just trust it's like a cycle like we never worry in winter that autumn is never going to come back like we just don't do that and it's just like, when we've got our period, the last day of our period, do we ever freak out and be like, oh my gosh, is it ever going to come back? <laughs> no, no, we don't do this because we trust that it's a cycle. So that's what I've really been leaning into at the moment with my energy is trusting and leaning in that there is a time for everything and I will get around to everything. But when I do things in the way that feels most aligned to me in my energy, that is when everything flows so much better and it feels incredible, absolutely incredible. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love that being just trusting the cycle of your energy and living in flow with that. So beautiful. And it, like you really highlighted this already that it like having that as a value influences not just your life, like with your kids or your husband and your business and everything else in between, because like it's not like they're separate things that you show up complete, like you might show up a little differently to them, but you're still the same person, still in the same energy cycle. So you can give your energy to different aspects of your life when you feel called to do so. 100%. Yeah. Beautiful. So to wrap this up, if you could only share one thing that would inspire every listener to take some kind of gentle, loving action to move towards their most vibrant, fulfilled self. What's the one most important thing, piece of action you would like to share? Hmm. I can't help but think it's not a full thought yet. So as I talk, hopefully it'll come out. Um, it's about connecting with your soul and um, not allowing these human limitations to always stop you. And the more we connect with our higher self and um, God, universe, spirit, our higher self, whatever you want to call it, I think they're all pretty much the same thing. We're all one and the same. Um, that, um, that, that's really the key for um, how you should 
how, how you can change your life or live your best life or whatever it is that you're really trying to achieve is, is, is going there, no matter what that looks like to you, what feels right will be right for you. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions on like a tangible piece of action someone could do if they've never even considered the idea of getting in touch with their soul or getting connected? Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, that's, there's so many. Okay. Um, hold on. I think one of the things that really, I think is a really good, like overall, like amazing, hugely impactful thing is still visualization to like meet your higher self and for her to, I'm sure there must be stuff online, right? I've done it so many times in programs when I've gone, been in programs and like when I'm hosting group programs as well and with my clients, um, I'm sure there'll be some things on YouTube or something like that. Um, and if you're a little skeptical, then maybe go to someone you trust, someone you know, Rachel or I or other people, um, you know, that you know already if you're a little bit worried about um, just searching on YouTube something like that but um a visualization or meditation is it's, it's uh, given me the some of the most craziest epiphanies in my life so yeah, yeah. 100% that so beautiful because and I, I love that that's your answer because when we visualize that even if there's someone else guiding us it's all coming from us so we do have all the answers within themselves and sometimes we need support and guidance to like find what's within us but um, it is coming from us when we use those visualization techniques. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's just a tool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When we're driving our car, we're still getting to the destination. It's just we drove the car instead of riding the bike or walks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we can Love walk, that. it'll take a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Oh, I've never thought of that analogy before. I like that. I might steal it. No, I'll borrow it. Um, um, 100% <laughs> channel. So it's all come from the same player. You take it, girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> just saying for just then. <laughs> okay, so if everyone listening wants to follow you, connect with you, and just um, stalk you online, where can we find you? Yeah, 100%. I would love, love, love to meet you. Um, so I hang out the most on Instagram, to be honest, which my handle is at high vibe babe. Um, and I do stories and really cool things on there. The other place, our second best place, which is also really also epic, um, is my Facebook group called High Vibe Babes Community. And I have a lot of um, free trainings in there and just the best group of women. I created it because when I um, started my personal development journey, I had no one in my circle, my physical life that was into it, actually. didn't even know of it until I put it online. Um, and so I just really created this space for women to come together and truly support each other and be amongst other like-minded people who just get you, you know, because that's all we really want is we want to get got, got, but no, understood and supported and that's the place if you desire that. Beautiful. So I'll post all those links in the show notes and your podcast is also High Vibe Babes, yes. is that correct? Yeah. Yes, 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 High Vibe Babe. It's being rebranded at the moment. It's it's called High Vibe Babe, but I've not relaunched it officially yet. So oh, okay. it's there. You can listen to my old episodes. So yeah. Amazing. So thank you so much, Angharad. I've loved having this conversation with you and I'm sure everyone's going to go out and follow you. Do you have any final words to say to everyone listening? Yeah, sure. Um, you do you, boo. You're not doing anything wrong following yourself, looking after yourself, whatever it looks like um, that you feel called to do, it's the best thing for you to do, like just trust and act on it. And with time, you'll realize that 
yeah, like I really know everything I need to know about myself. <laughs> and um, it, it's a muscle, your intuition, it's, and, and it's a muscle with practice, it gets much, much stronger. And you will never regret that you did it ever. Beautiful. Love that. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, everyone listening. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.